Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Some old school vibe right there, just to, you know, get things in slowly, slowly, slowly. I just had to just shake, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. To shake up your Monday morning, I was just wondering, how many cup of coffee do you take? <laughs> I can hear your voice questioning me that coffee, would they do coffee for Nigeria? I do coffee. If I don't take least two glasses of coffee, it used to be one or they used to say this thing that once you start taking coffee, there is no going back. I u- I started with just a glass of coffee. Then it became a thing where I love the smell from loving the smell. I love the black strong taste in my mouth <laughs> don't get any other meaning to that please i have talking about coffee welcome back so i really like coffee and another person liking coffee in our tech space is leon musk taking a jab at coffee lovers or let me say people who like to order latte I mean, there are different types of coffee, which people get to talk about, but I also have experience. You know this espresso thing? I don't even know which one is terrible, espresso or Americana. If you have any of that, it's just your Igbo name they're using to collect your money. It's just a very watered-down coffee with small sprinkle of milk. But then, from Elon Musk, he said, Latte is really just an excuse for adults to order warm milk without sounding like a baby. Ah. <laughs> this guy has bad mouths. I mean, just to order a cup of coffee with... Oh, yeah. It's not coming out. So, uh, Million Marks is taking a jab at people who like to order latte, calling them a baby. I'm sure someone on his team has provoked him. Someone in one of those people at the top that just likes to carry a, a cup of latte around and doesn't get the job done. So, <laughs> you know how these bosses at the top could be kind of very mean? Like, they got it in them, oh, don't underestimate. You just see them take a jab at you real quick, like, uh, it's not like I'm talking to you directly, but think about it. <laughs> so other people are coming to respond. Somebody also said he ordered coffee black and is one true adult flex remaining. I drink my coffee black. So I don't know what you're saying. If you want to flex, please go back back in the line. I'm first here. I take my coffee really, really black. No sugar. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, also re- responded saying cappuccino or latte art is actually delightful. I mean, um, I give it up for people who take their time to craft those, you know, flowers, love. They just do all those calligraphic things on your coffee that you're going to sip. And again, stirring coffee actually comes with certain skills that I got to learn about after disgracing myself five times. But in all of that welcome to cruise control my name is bookie and of course i just showed you my life out about how i love coffee how i've messed up around staring my coffee and of course Elon mox is taking a jab at people who like to order latte coffee with milk yes we're going to be going around the news block and taking the news updates and of course see what see what's happening uh, last week i've been taking news around the silicon valley bank the collapse and how it's going to affect our 
tech ecosystem in Africa, looking at how we we be planning our own unicorn and to see that this big bank that actually produce so many venture capitalists and f- so many tech innovations are tied to the Silicon Valley bank. Right now, the bank was devalued. Uh, it took the Federal Depositor Insurance Corporation to come save the bank of the US. And the one for the United Kingdom was sold for one pound by the HSBC. There were guarantees around people who are customers with this bank, how they are going to be taken care of. But as such report, they could only withdraw $250,000. That means this would tie so many innovations that is going to happen in the future. It's going to tie it down because now there's no money. How will people get to sponsor an idea? to birth the idea, to bring it to life. These are where people get their money from. Other seed funds you're, you're hearing from the US, from the this. It's actually a crucial um, information. We think we're not impacted because we're not in the UK, but our financial experts are supposed to sit around these conversations. I'm just, I don't know if I'm a financial expert right now because I've taken this story for more than five times. Wonder, 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 wonder. We live in a wonderful world. <laughs> so you can wonder as far as your mind can go. But can you wonder how far your data can go? Like those information you impute when you're opening a new page online, trying to activate a new software or app you downloaded on your phone, you're trying to get it running. They're asking you for some personal information that you you have to impute before you can get access to and permission to use the app. You'd wonder, okay, it's just this app. Let me share my data with them, but... Have you wondered how far your data can go? Just just thinking out loud here. Uh, our data is really precious right now because not only are you giving permission to one person to have your information, but your information can actually go round and wide. Yes. It's not just one geopolitical zone that could have your information. I mean, you go to bank, you put in your information, schools, you put in your information. Your information could actually generate a couple of people revenue. Have you ever thought about that? Like your name, Bukola Harrison, present. Uh, (laughs) My address, present. My next of king, present. My phone numbers, present. My other information like bvn nin all those stuff presents even there are some forms you would want to fill they would ask you for your national passport id number you give out all of this information just to have one access for a setting thing you're trying to get through it but just that one thing can be multiplied into thousands hundreds of thousands other places that it could get to so your data is quite crucial that's why you should keep listening to us i feel we talk about this all the time we bring experts here to talk about how important your data is and we're talking about data privacy digital privacy cyber security all of this we have at the back of our mind to bring experts to talk to you about protecting this information what are the chances that your data and information could go very far 
first and foremost, your data is worth more than you think. You might think, yo, oh, it's just five minutes of my time filling the form. That five minutes of your time filling that form could generate somebody over 500,000. I don't want to say naira. <laughs> Let's just leave the currency because they exchange your data for some revenue for some uh more business opportunity i mean several companies would use your data your personal data to generate revenue through target advertising that means all of your data that they have they can determine your interest your preference and use that information to show you ads you know when you're talking about oh i, I like to uh, get like a black cute dress or you're telling your guy oh well, this new car with this color I really like it. Let's say a red color car. Next minute, when you go on your phone, you start seeing advert popping at you as if, no, they were your thoughts. It was your phone, your data, everything activating to bring you closer to <laughs> what you say you like. So they're so into your business. Yeah, so this type of advertising is more effective than traditional advertising as it reaches people who are more likely to be interested in the product or service being advertised. So which other way can they generate money using your data? They can sell to third party. I mean, if the company doesn't need your data anymore, you know all those places you would go to that to get into the place, they'll tell you to write your name, putting your email addresses and all of that stuff. Yes, they also use that for target advertising by selling it to a third party, not the company you registered your information with. So I feel like we should get to the point where we start asking people, what do you need my data for? And how can I know that my data is safe don't worry don't worry we have all of this conversation going i just brought that up because i've been seeing news around how important data is uh, considering the information around tiktok being banned in the u.s because they think it's a spy app yeah it's taking government data you see how tight close knit they are trying to protect their data because it's really important a lot of information that people could have on their phone could be encrypted by just downloading one app you see you see what i'm saying right now in the uk the bbc has also given an order and banned their staff from using tiktok on any company's device right now BBC has instructed its staff to delete TikTok from any corporate devices unless they are using it for editorial or marketing reason. Uh, TikTok has actually come into play in the past two years and they've given leverage to influencers. I mean, the, the numbers that you get, you gonna on TikTok is unbelievable. This morning um, on my way to work, I was checking out a TikTok that helps entrepreneurs go viral. So what they do or what they were instructing people to do as small entrepreneurs was to show their how they package for delivery their goods and other purchases. So they're helping people pack. So they'll show you the process of packing the, the stuff, putting it together and sending it off for delivery. And these people were able to garner as much as 20 million, 5 million, 10 million, 15 million like crazy numbers like that just because people enjoy that kind of content so a lot of people go there to share and some staff from bbc also said that they go there to share viral news update and all of that stuff so it's been going back and forth with bbc and tiktok tiktok correspondent actually said they were a bit disappointed at bbc 
for taking such action because this is as a result of misconception that is far-reaching and beyond BBC geopolitical <laughs> zone. So right now, everybody's trying to safeguard their government data and BBC do not want to take a chance. They don't, they don't, they don't. So they're trying to protect their information so a spokesperson of the social media app tiktok said we are disappointed with the guidance that bbc has shared but welcome the fact tiktok can still be used as part of editorial marketing and reporting purpose so they're still going to give them uh, the chance to still be on tiktok and share their marketing and reporting uh, purpose also I know anything coming out of China always have like a side eye by government official because these people, they know people they are dealing with when it comes to politics, when it comes to protecting their borders, trying to safeguard their government information because ah, it's serious, it's serious. But of course, data is king. So while you're going about sharing your data, think about how valuable your information is. Even you, you are a government property. <laughs> I'm sure some of you at your workplace, you have some information that NDA, non-disclosure agreement. Then if you have that signed and your phone get encrypted by all of this app that you're downloading daily on your phone, you've lost the vital information without actually disclosing it. So they gain access. Some, some of them you've given access to your bank cards. Some of them you've given access to your phone. Go through your camera um, gallery, go through your microphones and saved audios and all of that stuff. Think about it. But right now, let's enjoy this great music. This is African China with Mr. President of the back of the election. We are waiting for a new Nigeria. Yes, off the back of telling you the importance of your data and how your data is worth more than you think because people can actually generate a good, good amount of money just sharing your data. Your name is Kule and of course I have some of your information and how people can advertise or people can use you to fill up positions that you didn't even know that you're occupying. <laughs> Uh, this is funny because I remember some of my model friends complaining to me about how they took this gig. and It was a good money as at that time. You know, you were, we were pretty young and everything. And they went for this audition that asked them to get their photos. Only for people to start complaining that their photos were being used more than they were paid for. Also, I saw similar information with people from other places in the world complaining about how their, their image was also used for advertising in places that they didn't even know existed. Some people, their body was actually photoshopped with some illness, diseases and things that they never even had on their skin and just for people selling skin products or solutions to use their pictures and distorted images and all of that stuff. So your data, your data is really important. You can see even your picture is a data information of you. You have to be critical about sharing these things. I mean, sometimes I look at my social media and I'm like, how can I protect my pictures more? How can I protect people I really love from overexposure and all of that stuff? So first thing first, you have to read privacy policies. I mean, before using any apps, I know we don't like to read. We just accept terms and conditions. I feel like it's time for you to start taking a read through the 
privacy uh, policy. And also, you have to be mindful of what you share. Like I said, on social media, I'm just thinking about how I can protect my loved ones and overexposure to other people online. So right now, it's good for you to be mindful of what you're sharing. A lot of people have gone for interviews that certain tweets or facebook post that they had some year ago came back to bite them in the butt and they actually lost an opportunity so you have to be careful with the information you share online you don't want to tell everybody about your location at the moment you've seen a lot of bad things usually happen through that just one tiny information and you don't know who's coming after you so you have to be mindful very very mindful of sensitive information your full name, your address, your financial details. You know those people that like to show up and take a screenshot of their account balance just to show you what's going on in their life. Yeah, it's really risky. Very, very. Also, for this one, I feel like we're all guilty. Mine, when I started taking cybersecurity courses and I learned about password, the importance of having a strong, very strong password and not also using same password over several software or applications like it's very risky so you have to start understanding it's important for you to have like a really really good strong password you can use your great grandmother son name brother sister auntie's nephew son i don't know how that goes but you get what i mean just make it very hard that it's quite personal uh to take them cutting your right thumb or your all your fingers off to get the information from you yeah gory but actually i'm sure that works makes it make it very hard really hard that's what i mean so also through your applications and phones and whatnot they would ask you to enable two-factor authentication yes these are another means they can contact you just in case somebody is getting an access to your data or your information or your mails, anything, they'll just tell you, alert you that, okay, are you giving permission for this other device to have access to some of your data? Should I, should I give them praises sometime? <laughs> I know I'm an iPhone user and I usually synchronize all my device, my watch, my phone, my laptop, my everything to my cloud. And once any activity is going on, I get alerted about who is logging into what. I've been burnt. Trust me. I've been burnt to even charcoal has trends more than where I was burnt for me to learn my lesson really hard. So you have to also be cautious of emails and link. I mean, some people send you spam messages and you've actually gone through it giving them access that's how most accounts they get hacked because you actually saw all of those stupid emails or link sent to you and you just tap on it and before you know it they've gone through your phones hackers are like really crazy top-notch people like crazy also control your privacy setting make use of the privacy setting on social media and other online to control who you who can see your information and what you share People always use this for only WhatsApp story. I f- I sorry for you. Better start using it for most other other places that you know you have your personal data. Don't just block your side chick or you know that guy that you're not really taking serious from seeing your post or your ex or whatever. You can actually block people who you know are serving as threats to your information and data out there. Yes. <laughs> okay okay moving on to my next story now i'm going all the way to computer village yay 
speaking about being burnt, <laughs> computer villagers burnt so many people's hearts. <laughs> Another burn burning up taking also came from computer village. I bought a useless phone. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I remember my friend telling me he bought a phone and um, on getting home to unbox his phone, he found that it was just a pack of phone casing and fufu. Some people would pay money and the next thing you would not see the guy because the guy is not the owner of the shop. Yes, similar to my story. Mine, I was just gullible. I wanted to have an iPhone by all means necessary. I think I was in university year two. I was really actually wanted to get the iPhone 5. 5e or v5c or whatever they call it i wanted to get it so bad and i ended up buying the chinko i was halfway on my way home i started calling my cousin please help me confirm that this phone is actually the original phone that i bought because something was not just right about the phone i know that gut feeling i had it because the guy was very the way he even pushed me in Paying that money, say I should pay the money and cross the road real fast so that police will not arrest me on my money. <laughs> there was no receipt. He showed me the phone, took me to a store. I was played, guys. I was played of my heart and 40k that time. 40k was really a lot that time because phones were like. <laughs> So right now, the news around uh, what's happening around Africa is that there's a decline in smartphone shipments. Can you imagine back in the days that there were so many phones coming in and Africans are always like the first people to buy to buy the new phones, like especially Nigerians. Just come to Nigeria, tell them that they've released an iPhone 12 SCD, uh, they'll, go, they'll go and buy it. Before you never start flashing a uh, phone with five lights, four lights, with ring light attached to it, whatever, I'm just saying. So the smartphone shipment in Africa declined by 16.2% year-on-year in quarter of 2022. This was an index that was taken according to analyst firm IDC. So inflation and economic uncertainty have seriously dampened customer spending. I mean, there is no money. <laughs> I I went out on the field last week to work and ask people about how they feel about the money scarcity and uh, limited cash in circulation. And everybody is just saying no money. The new the new president should make money available. They don't care how the money comes about. It's just all about money, 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 money. I'm sure the shipment problem is as a result of inflation and economic uncertainty that is happening and unique to Africa. So right now, this uh, decline was also seen in Egypt where shipment plunged and plummeted by 56.2% year-on-year in the quarter due to new import regulation leading to device shortages and higher price. And also in Nigeria, it was alighted that the analyst company where the smartphone market declined 32.1% in the quarter due to sustained inflation and shortage of US dollars in the country. And in South Africa, they saw a uh, Minimal decline with a rate of 1.8% due to bolstering partnership with Chinese vendors and improving performance from local brands and promotional activities during the festive period. So in all, we're saying that different countries in Africa are 
suffering this um, shortage in shipment of smartphones due to several reasons inflation economic uncertainty uh, shortage of dollars or u.s dollars in the country and of course partnership with chinese uh, chinese vendors and of course uh, performance index also i mean everybody have your we shall have a phone that we're using to connect to africa tech radio and that's all i need from you just connect to me and let me bring you all the stories of things happening around the world and keeping you updated with the tech news and tech innovations happening around us daily my name is Buki, and of course you're still on cruise control let's go enjoy this music area code area code i cash code what's really happening sorry Yes, of course, it's good for us to pray for the youth of Nigeria and, of course, the youth in Africa thriving to fix all the problems that they could actually find. Right now, I feel like the youth are not those kind of people that sleep on themselves. They are so woke. Yo, we are woke. We're solving our problems. We're not waiting for the government. I mean, it's still necessary that the government works in hand in hand with us. But then we are so pumped and energized and using our youthful muscle to actually solve our problems. And of course, our founders are one of those people who have helped a lot of sector. I mean, think of fintech, think of agriculture, think of health, think of education. They're looking at different sector and bringing solutions. So speaking of solutions, ChatGPT have also come to help ease a whole lot of things. And of course, I, I came across this article, which I find really, really interesting. It's how ChatGPT4 can help founders uh, move faster. So what can he do? What can he do? It can help founders write code. It can help them manage their inbox. It can help them do a couple of things. This internet, yeah. Yeah, so it can write code. It can help uh, both experienced and new entry-level engineers become capable. And 10 times engineer becomes 100 times. So um, you just need to know the tools that you can leverage on using ChatGPT. And of course, it can help manage inbox also. So consistently stay at inbox zero. My inbox, I'm so scared to open it because uh, I don't know who's going to read it because it's not me. Even deleting is hard work. So ChatGPT is there to help you go through your email and bring your inbox to zero. You open AI uh, to automatically draft email also uh, for responses for you. Then fully drafted emails will be waiting in your draft throughout the day just for you to hit send. And also you can use it to keep up with meetings. These days, founders are jumping from one meeting to another, speaking to their team speaking to investors, pitching, doing all of this stuff. They're always jumping from meeting to meeting. So ChatGPT would help you keep up with time for relevant uh, industry news and, of course, give you information that would help you in building your startup. So stop obsessing about what's happening outside the world and trying to go through your phone. Don't worry, ChatGPT can help you accept up to 32,000 tokens per prompt. This means that you can send it a really long piece of text for it to process without issues. So don't worry, don't worry. All your pitch deck and everything, just get on ChatGPT. GPT4 and you get it done 
also it can help with SEO also because uh, SEO is actually very important when it comes to marketing and it's necessary to have the right SEO so boutique firms can also help startups to do this there are many creative websites that help build reputation for SEO so a tool like chat GPT-4 could easily churn out hundreds if not thousands of articles to help build the reputation of a site in a particular or similar fashion but 100 times more cheaply and quickly and also customer success chatbots were supposed to solve customers uh, service years ago who knows Leo from GBA yes and also legal documents are extremely templatized and for almost all time there are many that exist on the internet so chat gpt4 is going to help you uh, get a descriptive prompt and get all the templates you need for your pitch and also data analysis also you can get copy paste data from a google sheet uh, along with a list of questions GPT-4 return answers, but also genuine insight and recommendation. So that's the importance of ChatGPT for founders. On this note, I'm going to be bouncing out of the studio. It's Monday, so I'm wishing you or praying for you that you have a blessed week. And keep it a date with me, Monday through to Friday. I'm here from 12 p.m. all the way till 3 p.m., uh, taking good care of you and bringing all the gist news around Africa. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platform, A Tech Radio on Instagram, Africa Tech Radio on Twitter, and of course, Africa Tech Radio on Facebook. Don't forget, we're also on YouTube, Africa Tech Radio. We have a lot of great content planned out for you guys this week. It's International Day of Happiness, and of course, I'm really happy. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I said I'm really happy and I had to laugh at myself. Can you imagine the irony? Am I really happy? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So I'm going to play you something from Gloria's Greed and um, How to Eat Healthy. And after that one, we'll call it a day. Do have yourself a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.